You're listening to Meet the RIA. In this special podcast edition of the show, you'll get expert insight from some of the top registered investment advisors in the country. Hello and welcome to this edition of Meet the RIA. Joining me today is Rob Sandrew, Chief Growth Officer for Integrated Partners. Rob, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So can you kick us off by sharing us a little bit about Integrated Partners? Absolutely. So Integrated is a $16 billion hybrid RAA firm that's uh, essentially, we're, we're a national firm with over 200 advisors across the country, co-headquartered in San Diego as well as in Boston. Uh, really what we're focused on is working with very entrepreneurial-minded advisors that are looking at us as a extension of their business model to help them grow. And you give us a little bit of detail into what your role is as chief growth officer. Sure, sure. I uh, I'm very focused on working with you know the, on the business development side. So working with a lot of advisory teams that are interested in joining the organization, acquisitions that we as a organization are looking to potentially do. I do help quite a bit with our organic growth strategy internal to help better execute for advisors with, in terms of leveraging our resources and continuing to grow. Uh, what are some of the M&A trends that you're seeing in the RIA space right now? I think, well, what, what's happening uh, right now is just a continuation, I think, of last year into this year. You know, we, we surprisingly at the tail end of 2022, there was a lot of deals that were done, including one from us. We did a $2 billion acquisition. But, but what I think is happening now is there's obviously all these headwinds going on, you know, rates being so high, possibly a recession, market hasn't exactly been, you know, consistently going up. And there's been a lot of turmoil, bank crisis and a bunch of things. And you're seeing in the marketplace, some, some landmines on the M&A side, some cautionary tales, there's firms that are, you know, having their trouble, some big firms at that. So I think what you're seeing is the buyers and sellers are being a little bit more deliberate, a little bit more conservative and cautionary in terms of their approach. We are certainly, um, and I, I don't think the demand is necessarily uh, waning at all. I think the deal uh, process and the stru uh, structure of the deals might might change a little bit, and certainly like elongated sales process right now because I think firms like ours are going to be very very careful. Not that we were we were not before. But today, there's just a lot of things that are impacting a deal that would be done. So we want to make sure that we're very much taking that conservative, deliberate approach. And what are the things that are, you're looking for when considering a potential acquisition? Yeah, I kind of look at there's two parts to it, right? There's a qualitative and a quantitative piece, obviously the quantitative being the deal metrics and things like that. But the qualitative it really needs to come first. And we're very focused on working with entrepreneurial-minded advisors that really start from a planning, a financial planning approach. We believe, you know, people have opinions, but we believe that it really needs to start from a, uh, a planning approach. Therefore, we want to work with, with teams, with RIAs that have that similar philosophy in mind. So first and foremost, we have to have alignment philosophically as to how to work best with a client. From there, it is is there a growth lever that they're interested in really, you know, hitting on, right? Is it, there has to be some desire to grow. Um, and in a lot of cases, what we see is either these organizations want to or are already playing up market, high net worth, business owners, family office, ultra high net worth, that type of business. They want to either get there or they're there and they're looking for more resources. So 
we want to make sure that they view the value we bring to the marketplace, that there's alignment there, that they have appreciation and they, in fact, would leverage the resources of our firm. So that's a lot, right? So we got to get through that. The cultural piece, obviously, is a big one. Make sure that there's there's some, you know, serious, I hate to use the word synergies, but in terms of we all not only, um, uh, you know, have that philosophy alignment, but also in terms of just likability and things like that, we want to make sure that's there. Then from there, we're going to talk about the deal structure. Makes sense. You want to know who you're working with and like who you're working with. Yeah. You know, we did, we did affiliations for a number of years and we're still doing that. And, you know, we've got three models. We've got an affiliation model, what we call a revenue participation model, where we work with firms that will, will take down or buy a portion of their top line revenue stream at market multiple. And then we have an acquisition strategy, majority and minority. It doesn't matter on those three models. There has to be those alignments, right? If they're not there, we, we really, you know, look, there's a lot of firms that we can go talk to. And conversely, there's a lot of RIAs that the advisory teams can work with. We've just got to make sure it's the right fit. And speaking of the fit and, and cultures, what, has, what makes integrated partners different? And yeah. tied to that, uh, what has been the driver of integrated partners' success? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I think, you know, we're, we're very, very focused on delivering what I said before, which is like that open architecture um, uh, platform where we're trying to amplify a, a team's, you know, essentially entrepreneurialism, right? We want to, we're not in, in the space. Our particular firm doesn't focus on bringing in a team and then create uniformity across our organization change their brand, change their processes, take the keys away from their investment uh, process, things like that. We're trying to basically come in and be additive so that they look at us as an extension of their team, right? So that's really our focus is we're not saying to anybody, you need to change. We're saying, let's make sure that we can be incredibly additive to help you continue to grow. In many cases, as I said, go up market or continue to play up market but look at us as a subject matter expert, as a partner to come in in some of these more complex situations. What should advisors be thinking about in this hyper-competitive market right now? Well, I, I think what, what I, I would say to that, and I, I've said this before, is um, start with not your year-out goal. Don't focus on you know, the immediate. Of course, you want to make sure the transition's going to go well and, and, and you know, make sure that your clients are going to have a positive experience while you move. That's, that's one component. It's very important. But where is your business going? You need to look out five years, three years, even maybe seven, even though that's a lifetime in our business. But you want to make sure that firm is evolving, right? And I think what I would say to any firm probably a little counterintuitive from the chief growth officer is take your time, right? There's, there's a lot of organizations out there and there's a lot of different niches in terms of the RIAs that, that are, are filling those niches, right? You, you want to make sure you've got all that alignment and you should be asking the tough questions, the tough questions around, can this firm actually execute on my goals, right? Are they, let's do a deep dive. Let's make sure those resources are really there. What's the ownership structure look like? Are the principles of the firm going to be there, not just tomorrow, but three years, five years out? Who's really controlling the firm? Is there a capital partner behind that organization that's kind of pushing and pulling, if you will, and maybe some resources are being sacrificed because of it? I think those are all really important uh, um, 
you know, kind of metrics or, or things to think about. And lastly, it's like, this is your life's work as an advisor. You built your business. You typically, it has, they should be very, very proud of what they built. Keep that as a focus. You should be asking hard, uncomfortable questions to firms like ours. They're absolutely, quite frankly, if they're not asking me those questions, I view that as a very big flag. Well, Rob, thank you very much for joining us today and sharing your insights. Thank you. Appreciate the time. And to our viewers, thanks for watching. For Asset TV, I'm Jonathan Forsgren. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Meet the RIA. Be sure to check out our other episodes and visit AssetTV.com, your source for financial news and information.